and welcome to the Hack Your Mindset podcast with me, Jenny Winterleach, the Mindset Hacker. So wherever you are today and whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to this, settle in and enjoy the ride. Let's see what happens with lockdown. Um, we've got an amazing, inspiring lady with us today. So we've got Jenny Bush. Hi, Jenny. Hello. <laughs> Another Jenny. I seem to be getting lots of Jennies on my Q&As. We're taking over the world. That's what it is, Jenny. Um, so Jenny runs, let me get this right, the, the Equestrian Business Assistant. That's what your yeah, business is called. Equestrian Business Assistant, yeah. Sorry, yes, yeah, Jenny Bush. Find me under Jenny Bush as well. Cool. And um, I wanted to get Jenny on because I've followed her over the years, um, looking at what she's been up to and what she's doing. And I think her business is really interesting. And um, she's got a very interesting story as well. So we're going to be um, hearing a bit more, Jen, about your story, where you've come from, what made you set up and do what you do what it is that you do and the kind of the thoughts and the mindset that you have around business and the way that you run it so um tell us a little bit about what you do so um yeah so thank you for that lovely welcome jenny yeah so as i said i'm jenny bush <laughs> and um i run um, a business called the equine business assistant and i am absolutely passionate about helping equestrian businesses to harness a bit of the power of the internet to actually make their businesses stable because i think there's so many opportunities for businesses that we don't take because we're frightened of the tech or it's not our it's not our area of expertise and it's not a place that we've got a lot of gifts sometimes we're so gifted in the horses but actually the other stuff comes quite hard the marketing comes hard the people stuff comes quite hard the managing how to go through all that pipeline and make sure that you're doing all that it's hard so that's where I step in and I, I like to sort of come along and I feel that I, I'm the person that will help to give you a leg up. That's, that's where I like to position myself. I'm not one of these people who's going to come on board and tell you how to do it. And we go, okay, right, okay, this is how we're going to do it together. And on the count of three, let's go and I'm going to give you a leg up, right? So that's what I like to do. Um, and sometimes it can be like, it can be as simple as um, we have a chat and we work through how to make sure that your social media works better or how to make sure your marketing's better or to get your plan like just to just to manage your day so that actually you're not exhausted um because I suffered with chronic fatigue for over 10 years so I know what it's like to and I to feel that exhaustion and because horses are physically there's a lot of physical exhaustion then you've got the mental exhaustion from because they're a heck of a worry and then you've got the money and everything else and you just end up absolutely crashing. So I try to help bring a bit of balance and harmony into business. That's wow, that's awesome. Thank you. I love the leg up idea. That's that's absolutely brilliant. We all need one of those sometimes, don't we? We all need a team around us that helps us with the bits that we're not so great at to make everything go forward as it is. And I certainly found when I set up, my business doesn't look anything like it did seven years ago. Completely different. And I know yours has evolved and changed over the years as well. But I certainly found out that, you know, you have to suddenly be everything. And suddenly and, and you have to you have to do the thing you're good at and then you have to tell people about the thing you're good at and then you have to get them to join the thing that you want them to do that you're good at and then you have to keep that going as well and then you have to find ways of enabling them to do it and then you have to find ways of creating the time in which to do it as well and we're all trying to create this lifestyle business aren't we where we can have you know this lovely work-life balance and flexibility but so often people set up a business with that in mind that goes completely down the pan because they just yeah. work too hard so you help to streamline that and make sure they are getting the lifestyle they want yeah absolutely because i'm really really passionate about um doing that and that's one of the reasons i do what i do is because i always found that i had real job when i had real jobs i was ill totally ill because i just could not fit a real job around life and children because i'm a mother i've got yeah family house um i used to have like charity work that i was doing a lot of my time was going into that um, and then I'd be working all night because I'd do it because I'd have all this other stuff to do for this charity that I was working with. And then there'd be all this. Um, yeah, and I just I would be so exhausted because I just couldn't fit it all in because I felt like I'd got all this stuff that I must do. Um, when actually I didn't have to, I didn't have to. And so it took a while to get my mindset around that. And um, yeah, and after I ended up in hospital several times <laughs> because our bodies will tell us when enough is enough. Um, I just, I finally decided that 
I needed to follow what I felt that I was called to and I've managed to bring that balance into my life so that I can be mum when I need to be mum I can go and play horses when I want to play horses and I can earn a good living doing what I love and so yeah if I can help other people and, and even just to inspire other people that it's possible that's that's important to me cool I didn't know you had chronic fatigue as well so did I same thing so why is it that we have to get to the point some of you might resonate a little bit with this where your body actually starts giving up on you before you start to listen to it so if you're kind of experiencing like symptoms of like being really tired or stressed or you know it doesn't matter how much sleep you get you're still tired you're not feeling your best it's just constant you feel like you're on a treadmill listen to your body now because you don't want to end up where you and I ended up in, you know, just serious situations where actually things have started to break down on you because it's yeah. one hell of a re recovery journey from that, isn't it? You know, so, so yeah. having been in that, how, how, what would your advice be to someone who's starting to go, actually, do you know what? I just get a feeling that things aren't right. My, my advice is to number one, find somebody that you can talk to about it. That isn't <laughs> Like this can sound like it's not somebody in your family. It's not somebody in your family that loves you, because um, a lot of the time they want to fix it and they get frustrated and then they don't know and they'll just lose temper. So actually, go and find somebody that understands this stuff um, and the mindset. Because a lot of my fatigue, I believe, was caused by what I believed I had to do, or this sense of duty, or. Um, and actually, once I was able to change how I, what I thought and believed, I was then able to change how I behaved and look after myself better. And your body will show you different. So I had uh, one of the first things that happened to me when I was like struggling with fatigue and things weren't going well. And I, my body was trying to tell me, Jenny, 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 stop. And um, I had, I had my gallbladder rupture and it, <laughs> but all year I had, had tummy aches. I'd always had tummy aches. I'd, I've never thought anything of it. My stomach always hurt. It was normal, but surely everybody's stomach hurts. Um, but apparently it's not. And I'd had, I'd been sick. Like I remember going to teach lessons and um, I'd get through the lesson and I'd, I'd be on a chair because I'd be like, I feel so rough. I'd teach this lesson and then I'd go somewhere, I've got to go home, I'm sorry, I can't do anymore. And I'd go home and I'd be so ill, like physically sick. Um, and I went through the year just thinking, oh, I've done really well because nobody else has got, nobody else has caught whatever it is I've got. I've got a bug. Until, yeah, until like one Friday night and I was like, oh my gosh, the pain is terrible. And my husband said to me, oh, call an ambulance. I'm like, no, 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 it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Um, and the nurse came out and she said, do you, do you get indigestion? Yeah, it's definitely indigestion. Yeah, it's indigestion. Well, after a weekend of being in absolute agony, um, I finally went to work and said to my boss, I'm not very well. Um, I think I need to go and see my doctor. Um, so I went to, to the doctor, left my computer, left everything, went off to the doctor, and the doctor went, "You're going to hospital now." And I was like, "But, but I've left my, I've left my computer on. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm, I'm at work. I can't go to the hospital." And he's like, "You go to the hospital." And that was me off for ten weeks. I think I ended up having off because it set off. Yeah, set, I, with my chronic fatigue, I used to get mal debarkment syndrome, which made me feel like I was on a boat. Oh, it's horrendous. Um, and that was yeah, all because I wasn't listening to my body. I was overdoing it um, because I, I would rather not let people down than listen to my body and say, do you know what, I'm doing too much. And that's that sort of, isn't it, of self-care that you've got to look after yourself because if you don't look after yourself, you're never going to be there for anyone else. So you can't just look after other people. And a lot of people that get chronic fatigue, um, ME, uh, fibromyalgia, all those kind of chronic illnesses like that, that don't have any sort of real obvious cause. Mm -hmm. um, because actually a lot of the time you are giving, giving, giving and forgetting to actually take what you need. Yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> And even when I think, especially if we're looking to start businesses and everything, we're very tempted to to do this sort of side hustle around everything else and cut off cut off our sleep and cut off our food and to use that time to do it. And actually, it's the worst thing possibly we can do to ourselves. And and that's one of the things I say to people: No, we find time other ways. Uh, we do not ever lose our sleep and we never stop eating well because if we don't do those and we don't stop moving you know if we don't do those basics we're going to end up um with a really really bad life 
Okay, so you turned it around and clearly you're, I don't know if we ever really call it recovered, but you're okay now, you know, like you'll get an occasional bit, I'm sure, but. Yeah, actually, I live a pretty normal life now compared to when I couldn't get a bed for weeks. Um, and I still have moments, I still do have moments when I relapse and I'll end up having to work in bed. And anybody that knows me, you know that I'll still work in bed and I'll still come live in bed. But again, a lot of what I'll do is I'll share what's happened and why it's happened and what I need to do. And I, and I think it's about learning those lessons. Um, and, and while I believe that some people, yeah, it's not, it's not all in their head and I don't believe it is all in your head, but I think everything's connected. Everything, everything in our bodies is connected. Everything in our lives is connected. And so it's about, it's about being able to step back and look at that whole picture and go, ah, oh, okay, now I know why that is. Um, and yeah, cool. sometimes it's to do with what we think and believe and sometimes it's to do with how we put pressure on our bodies that we shouldn't. Absolutely, yeah, it's always a, oh, dare I say the word holistic, but it is, it's always the holistic mix, isn't it? It's, and it's the same, we know this with our horses, don't we? We all know this, we look after our horses' bodies, we look after their minds by trying to do varied things with them, we check on their diets, we get them physio, we do everything we could possibly can with them, and then, you know, there's us crocked walking around, like, eating chocolate bars and, you know, running on Red Bull and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving your horse the best mix possible before you go to a show while you're eating cheesy chips. <laughs> You know, it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, and um, and getting up early and skipping on your, it's, your yeah, it's we we're so good at putting ourselves lost in the mix when we need to be putting ourselves first. Cool. Okay, so tell me a little bit. So that's a little bit of your backstory as to why you set up what you did. So tell me a little bit about the ethos behind. So you, you're saying it's about giving people a leg up, but what's the real ethos behind what you do? Yeah, what really drives me, I think, is because I was. I've always been passionate about like horse, horses. Um, I'm not from a horsey family. I wasn't born, you know, I'm not one of these people that was born into it. I had to really work my way into the equine world. Um, but I've always believed that there is something magical and special about the, like using horses, like working with horses, being around horses. And that one of the myths that people will often say is there's no money there's no money in horses you can't work in horses or, or they've got this vision that it's like this tiny little industry of just like riding schools or something and it's not um, <laughs> so one of the things that I like to do is yeah come on board and actually show people that there are ways that we can make money there is always a way to make money doing what you love it just sometimes needs different people that can believe in it um and help you to put those those things in place um and to yeah and I just I just got I've got so many sort of different strings to my bow uh but I just I've, there is nothing worse than seeing people's dreams go down the pan purely because they didn't know how and they didn't have they didn't have a team that supported them um, and I think it's with especially with the equestrian businesses not many people get it not many people get it at all and so I just want to be somebody that people can turn to that does get it that does know how these things work and can give them the ideas when they haven't got any or can get them out of that little sort of fun when it's all going all wrong and they just want to just want to cry and yeah need need that support um yeah and I've had businesses that failed and I had to learn a lot of hard lessons a lot of hard lessons uh, but in learning that I can help people to make sure that they don't go through that as well and um, and I'm just yeah I just really want to make sure that people yeah, get the business they dream yeah I think if you've been given that dream of running this running a business with horses you've got to go you've got to be able, it's, it's there for a reason so that's so true ah oh, I think you and I are so similar Jenny I had no idea about this so I'm the same came from a non-horsey family was told my entire life there's no money in horses you need to get a proper job and all that jazz got a proper job nearly died and went do you know what I think I'll do the horse thing thanks <laughs> to which point my parents went well I'm not entirely sure um what we tell people now because telling them you're a global consultant is you know that makes sense to people we know what you do but um playing with horses I said I don't play with horses that's not what I do but you know that one of the biggest things I had to get over was what my parents thought funnily enough you know yeah. what are yeah. other people going to say oh she hasn't got a proper job she's giving it all up to play with horses 
yeah and that was one of the things like with my with my first business I, I used to make bridal jewelry and my mum would be forever going oh you can't only get a profit and and I was always bullied into going to get a job which made me ill it did and it made it made my chronic fatigue worse it made my mouth button worse because we are given gifts and skills and talents for a reason and we should use them not because of what anybody else and bless my mum my mum loves me and she wants to keep me safe and for her those those stable jobs are what is is was her way of helping but for me it didn't didn't help and I don't think we're in, I think the society that we're in particularly now there is no such thing as a stable job ever anywhere well, I went to work for a school. They made me redundant after a year. You, there aren't, we don't have the stability that people had in jobs Classic. years ago. So Classic. actually, if we can have that, that flexibility and the ability to believe that we can make money doing different things, it doesn't matter what happens in life. Um, and one of the things that in particular now, and I said, well, it's, it's just business. You build it from nothing. You know, nobody can take, nobody can take what's here and your gifts away from you. Um, so yeah we don't need to panic when we're in these recession periods because actually who knows what it's going to open up and it does doesn't it entrepreneurs are hugely resourceful very good at coming up with solutions to problems that's why they generally start and so when we end up in recessions and things like this because we have the flexibility and the freedom and because generally we're little businesses so we can pivot and change really quite quickly and easily if we need to we just do we just because we have to make that money appear in the account when we need to make the money, we get even more resourceful. We put us under pressure and we'll come up with things we never thought we would. Um, and yeah. it's really nice working with people like that, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and to be able to go, oh, and, and like I do like lots of strategy sessions with people and they'll, they'll talk to me about where they're at and we'll we'll come up with an idea and you can just see it sort of suddenly grow and they, they say, oh, actually, I can do this. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, whereas before, there's so many blocks that get in our way where we think, oh, no, I don't know how. Um, and so one of the things that I like to do is be able to find those solutions for people and, and just then to see them to go and take off and to find different ways to pay their bills when they need to. Um, and I think, yeah, sometimes the way that we've been brought up and things have been structured in life in general, it puts us in that position where, where we don't know. <laughs> and, and you just like, I don't, I don't and I think our schooling system a little bit as well isn't isn't about asking the right questions is it it's about getting the right answers so you know we don't get taught it's the questions that you ask yourself that give you the resources that you need we get taught give us the right answer on that bit of paper thanks tell us what it is that we've told you great yeah. thanks for that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. learn this revive this and this is the answer and then when you actually have to find a solution you can't because you don't know how or you don't believe you can and that's a big thing and like yeah, it's about yeah asking how can I rather than I can't. Yeah, so I, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that sort of come from schooling. Like even when I set up my planner, and I said one of the reasons that I always struggled to plan was because I in school lessons we had to be neat and we had to be inside the lines, and if you went wrong, it's like life is messy. Do you know what I mean? Life is messy, and and that then put me off ever planning, and I could never plan, and then I thought I was bad at planning, and I wasn't. I wasn't bad at planning at all. I just can't write very neatly. <laughs> But it was due to yeah, little things that happened in childhood that can often yeah, just spoil things in silly ways. We just have to rethink things. Cool. OK, so tell me what your favourite bit is that you do in your business, because I know you do lots of different things. What's your favourite thing to do? Um, my favourite, my absolute favourite thing is I, I I love doing like my strategy sessions uh, where we we it depends like a lot of the time they're very organic uh, they don't follow a sort of strict plan because people come to me and they'll be like okay Jenny I want to be able to do this in my business or I'm struggling with this or I don't know what the next step is and so we'll brainstorm ideas we'll come up with a strategy and um they normally takes up between an hour and 90 minutes and yeah again just to see the the cogs start to work in people and they start to go I know how to do this now and then then to sit back and watch them do it I just absolutely love it's one of the hard things for me though is that it's never my result um so I'm kind of I'm always a little bit like well I didn't do the work um but I, I just loved yeah I just love to watch them go and do it it's the same when you're sort of teaching somebody to ride and you're watching them ride you don't do it but there's a big sense of like yes they've done it and I just I, I absolutely love that yeah and like when people yeah send me a message and go oh this happened because you you told me this or yeah you remember when you said this to me this because you said that it changed yeah and it's just like that one little cog in the big picture but 
um yeah it, it makes such a difference like when somebody yeah, will message me and go well thanks to your strategy session i actually was able to pay the bills this month and i might not have been able to had we not had that or um yeah or when they say like uh, yeah in that hour that they learn so much that they've actually saved themselves 10 hours a week because <laughs> again a lot of what i do is yeah, finding the easy way finding the simple solution and getting the job done as best we can because i believe in efficiency um yeah and, and just yeah just seeing people being able to use those things in their businesses and that's awesome Love that. and so what kind of businesses because i know you work with all sorts of different people don't you what I, kind of businesses do you work with yeah i have um lots of different businesses that i have worked with from yeah from retail like like question tax shops to um uh, you, you name it i've had coaches nutritionists body workers photographers um farmers <laughs> because what i do applies it will work in most businesses i'm just really really passionate about equestrian business and i love to also use the lessons that i've learned from horses and translate that into business and i think that really helps the questions as well to be able to go Ah, now it clicks because when you when you put it like that, um, <laughs> yeah, they know horses. So yeah, so using the horses because um, it's just yeah, that's awesome. But, oh, I've, yeah, I've worked with so many different types of businesses all across the world. Um, and what's been yeah. your kind of your your most favourite project or something without necessarily mentioning who or what? But what do you think has been your biggest like, wow, that's just amazing. I somehow helped you with that type of project moment. Yeah, I love every single lip, like even little wins, like even like today on, on our mastermind, uh, one of the clients said, well, yeah, they had their best month ever last month. And yeah, and they would say, which, to, to, and I just love to just know that I'm there supporting, even I'm not going to, it's not mine to take the credit, they've done the work, but um, just to know that, yeah, I'm part of their team when they need me is, is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, trying to think. And, and yeah, just like when you when you know that you've set up, I've helped set up um, subscription plans and schemes like that. And just knowing that we're helping to create a little bit more stability and consistency in, in the income. Because again, with equestrian businesses, it's very seasonal. Um, it can get, it can come and it can go as quickly depending on the weather. And um, so yeah, to try and find people yeah, different ways of bringing like a consistent income. So no matter what happens, they've always got something to fall back on that's cool i like that okay so your business has really evolved over the years hasn't it tell us just a tiny bit about where it started and where it's now because I, I love doing this the reason i love asking people this is because of the comparison thing right and i do this with riders as well which is people go oh yeah but their business is that size and i'll never be able to do that and it's like whoa whoa they started with their first sale their first client their first thing just like everyone else did there was a point when they weren't entirely sure that they would make money from this until someone actually gave it to them and that first one is like unforgettable isn't it when you go someone actually wants this oh my word like so tell yeah. us tell us your business evolution yeah. So, um, so I started the business basically because I had um, I had left my job because again I was struggling with my health and I couldn't I couldn't fulfil my role. And after about three months of get like not working, um, my husband was just kind of like, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. We re I really can't pay for everything forever. This is not. We had no money. Um, and I had no money and I was, my debts were building up and get overdraft. Was a, the, and I just suddenly thought, oh, you know, fine, what do I know? Um, I've, I'm really good on a computer. I've done admin. I've worked as an admin um, for school and done school trips and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, OK, I'll just go and become a VA. So I started off as a virtual assistant and I went out there trying to serve everybody like you do. Well, I just work with anybody. I just need the money. You know? <laughs> like, and... After about two months, I had no clients. And then I, I sat down and I remember thinking, this is ridiculous. What am I doing? I don't actually like this very much. And, I, and something inside me went, for goodness sake, Jenny, you know horses. You know horses. You know business. What are you doing? So I then said, okay, I'll do the next little tweak. I'll just go for equestrian business, like equestrian virtual assistant. Um, and so I, and I knew 
from what I'd learned in my previous business, like how to start attracting people and what I needed to do. So I, which I don't know why I didn't do for the other one, but I did. I finally thought, you know what, Jenny, why are you pretending? Why are you pretending you don't know how to do this stuff? So I went out there and I put a couple of messages out on Facebook like that day. And I got a client that day. And then I remember going, oh, oh shit. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't swear very often, but it was very much like that. And I just remember thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know how I'm doing. Yeah. And so the first thing I actually did was I got a coach. I didn't have any money. Um, but I knew I'd got so many mindset issues, particularly from my previous business failing. Um particularly from my fears of not feeling good enough. I've got lots of issues around money because I spent 20 years running a charity for, and not earning any money because I didn't want to earn any money. And that I was in it, I was in it for the joy <laughs> and that was my payment. And yeah, unfortunately that actually doesn't feed me. Um, so I, I did, I got, I, I spent money before I made it. Um, and I agreed to have this coach um, and I only had a couple of sessions because I didn't have any money. I had like one session, but it was enough to just stop moving things. Um, and then, so, so I started off as a virtual assistant. I got a couple of virtual assistant um, clients and I was doing, the more I did the work, the more I decided I really didn't love it. And actually I, I had so much more experience. And so I was gifted in so many more areas than just managing the diary and replying to emails um and doing all that stuff and so I, it soon evolved to sharing a bit of my expertise on marketing and what I'd learned about emails and you know blog posts and my copywriting and stuff and then it's and then I started to get and I'd set up the equestrian business support network literally like as soon as I set up that um the virtual assistant stuff and so that was growing and then people kept asking me how do you do this how do you do that how do you do this? How do you do that? And for a long time, I, I, I sort of did that and I gave away a lot for free. And for a long time, I really struggled with who I was at that stage because I knew I wasn't a virtual assistant. I knew I wasn't a virtual assistant. And, but I didn't know how to change that. And I, I knew I wanted to be a business coach and a business mentor, but I didn't believe I was good enough. Um, and so it's taken a long journey sort of from there. So it's like, you know, I think it's three years I've been running now. And from that stage to where I'm at now and actually actually standing in my own skin and stop dancing around who it is that I actually am and who I want to be and showing up fully as, um, yeah, as the equine business assistant to actually step in and help you when you need it. You know, and one of the things that, yeah, like, that comes with when people go, I don't know how to do that. I do. <laughs> so like, while I don't, I'll often step in and I'll teach people how to do it because I believe, I don't believe in linchpins in business. I don't want to be anybody's linchpin. Um, I want to help them to be empowered to do everything that they need to do in their business to be able to put that, help them to get the right people in. Um, and I'll, yeah, since, since I have decided to, you know what, that's it. No more, no more pretending who I am, no more hiding behind who I am. Um, yeah, and actually embracing yeah, what I can give to the equine industry. Um, life is just yeah, so much better. I think, yeah, and I think we can all do that in our businesses because sometimes it's all, we, we forget about our own needs again. And who, yeah, and I think not being good enough is a big thing. Yeah, that comparison thing and comparing yourself to others and looking at people that are different to you and, and also the, the competition thing. Um, so I know Jane Brindley um, is part of your, I don't know if she's part of a group or anything, but I know I've, I've seen her in the equine support group yeah. and she's Horse Rider Confidence Scotland. And so that, you know, I used to think years ago, well, that, that's direct competition to what I do. Oh no, I can't, I can't collaborate with any people that do what I do. And yeah, actually, we've just done a really nice collaboration together because, uh, you know, when you get comfortable with who you are and what you do and you get confident that you do it well and that there's enough business out there and there's plenty of people and you're all doing it your different ways. When you get to that stage, you can do this in your riding as well. When you get to the point where you just go, do you know what? I just am what I am. Like if I if I happen to be the best on that day, bonus. Um, if not, I've got some things to learn. It's lovely, isn't it? When you really come into yeah. your power 
and you're serving other people from a place of just trusting yourself and knowing who you are it's mega isn't it yeah it's 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 quite and it's a journey it's such a journey to get there and I think a lot of the time people get frustrated because they're not there um and you just have to believe that one day you will be and just keep moving forward and yeah and, and a lot of the time you do as I said people put some blinkers on stop looking sideways it's not about it's not about everybody's like this at you it's about yeah your path your journey your map and actually a lot of the com- like the competitors we all have to be, we're not really that we're very comp like very similar um and we've all got different gifts do you know what I mean? and, and some of us our gifts are different even though we do the same thing like some people are better at social media and some people are better at copywriting and some people are better at the business coaching and some people are before yeah and I, like, I said I've, I've got lots of coaches and it's one of those things that I think actually and they could all go oh I have look I've coaches for different things but they're all technically business coaches and they could all go oh we're all in competition but actually I'm with her because she's really good at that side and I'm with her because she's really good at that side and and I think yeah we've got to yeah not be so frightened and it, it's one of those things that they I think it's quite about the flower a flower doesn't like worry about the flowers blooming next to it, it just stands up and blooms and I think we all have to do our own bit of that sometimes yeah and, and just think no I'm just this is me this is me and and I'll say people don't always relate to other like they need to hear it from you everybody yeah everybody needs a different person you know some people say it differently yeah definitely and you're you're going to resonate with the people you resonate with aren't you and if they're not if they're not your people that's okay because there's plenty of your people out there no matter how weird and wacky you are there's plenty of your people out there and i the the phrase i love that you know the flower one is gorgeous i love that um and and the other one is that all ships rise on a rising tide so do you know what if we're all helping each other to create amazing equine businesses and promote the equine industry and bring money into the industry it all goes around and helps each other out doesn't it you know so we're all helping each other yeah, definitely. And I think it's one of the things like with money, like it's a no, you actually have to spend it. You actually have to, like, the more you push it out, the more it circulates, the more we get, you know, it's, it's not, it, but we often don't understand these things or we've got these strange beliefs and hang ups over them. And yeah, it's all about, yeah, just, just being there and supporting each other and yeah, coming, coming on board and yeah, collaborating and yeah, yeah stop no. worrying. Yeah, just stop worrying. <laughs> just get on with it, people. Just do it. Yeah. yeah, stop worrying what anybody else thinks, what anybody else says. Stop worrying if yeah, anybody's going to turn around and steal things. Because I think the more you focus on, that's where it goes. You know, that's what happens if that's what you focus on it. But um, yeah, life is too. Yeah, life is too short. Just do your thing. Put it out there and let people grab it if that's what they want. Yeah. You know. So it could be construed many ways that particular sentence <laughs> we know what we mean <laughs> okay so what is what is the future about for you then do you think where is the business I mean not we ever know where it's going to evolve to but we've quite often got a bit of an idea of where we'd like it to go so what what's the next phase for you do you think yeah so for, for me um I'm just on a mission to help as many Christian businesses as possible worldwide um so I'm trying to do that like with my group program so I've got like my nail it mastermind which helps people like we meet every week and there's access to my own like courses on like how to do some of the marketing stuff how to set up your email list how to to do that and then like for me personally it's just about yeah following my journey like what's next how can I add more um value into what I do how can I yeah like I might be going and doing some more NLP training or I might be going and doing some more like I'm just forever like looking at more business stuff more marketing stuff I just love it absolutely so I feed in on all of that what's happening lately and then I go back to my my group and I say do you know what don't listen to that <laughs> that's gonna waste your time <laughs> but because because sometimes you know like the next the next shiny object it's so easy especially as business owners is to go along and go oh well, now I need to go and do that now and I need to try and have that and, 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 and it's all this stuff and I've got to do I've got to be on all these places and actually I come in and go no you don't let's work out what's best for you we're going to focus on that um and yeah and that then helps them to, to move forward whereas like yeah I, so I go away and I learn all that stuff and I 
spend my time learning all that stuff so that nobody else has to um and we just focus on actually where where your people are now and what you need to be doing uh, one of the phrases I love, which you've just said there completely demonstrated, which is you've only got to be two steps ahead of someone else to help them out. Um, you know, none of us ever know everything. None of us is as clever as all of us. And as long as you're a couple of steps ahead of someone, you can help them to get where you're going. If you're loads of steps ahead of them, great. But if you're too many steps ahead, then actually there's too much distance. Yeah. Um, so the more you can learn and help others, then just keep learning because you'll always be a couple of steps ahead of someone and able to help them somehow. Yeah. And again, it's, it's one of those things that I think we learn with the horses anyway, because we never stop learning every every new every new horse will bring a new challenge you know what I mean? and it's the same yeah with, with business we, we we moved up to the next level and then there's another there's another challenge and then we move up to the next level and there's another challenge so again i try and look at this like i, I often compare what i teach in my business stuff to like the scale of the training so i'm like no stop trying to focus on that actually we need to get your rhythm first you know what I mean? so we're going to rhythm. Don't move on to the connection until you've yeah, you've got your rhythm. Don't start on straightness. Don't get the rhythm. <laughs> and then, so I, I often yeah help people to actually stick in like where they need to be focused. And that's what I'm looking to actually build. It's my latest. Um, I'm in the process of getting it done. It's like a, a quiz to work out where they're actually at and where they need to be focusing in their business. Uh, because yeah, it's so there is so many aspects. Like we all know, we've got so many aspects. Um, to do like as you said before there's all those hats i often call it like yeah you different hats you've got your marketing hat you've got your sales hat you've actually got your work hat where you actually do the bit that you love and then you've got to get go and do the people <laughs> and that's the hard hat um and so i just yeah help people just to find like streamlined ways in doing that and also yeah, to go no don't actually focus on that for now look at the bigger picture actually you need to be looking at getting the sales in and stuff like that rather than um yeah just thinking they've got to do all the things at once <laughs> oh, oh for years that was me I was stuck in overwhelm and you know when you're so overwhelmed that you just do nothing and you just freeze in overwhelm and and you the daily grind and that's when you end up having problems and there was definitely a do or die shit or bust moment in my business about four years ago I think now and do you know what I did I got a coach <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what you gotta do sadly people are well not sadly but you know so many people are like oh, i can't afford it or no i'll just sort it out for myself but that fresh pair of eyes yeah, gosh it makes a difference you can't not afford it i mean if i hadn't have had i mean i, I can't tell you the amount of money i've spent it's crazy but had i have not had those people at that, that point i just wouldn't be where i am at all i'd still be going on the same old treadmill and probably work myself into the ground um yeah, because it just, and, and I think we, we all need that support. We all need that coach. Same as, yeah, if you want to bring on your ride in, yeah, you can ride on your own, but actually you're not going to, you're not going to make it the progress you want or you need if you haven't. And again, it's about finding the right coach. And that's what I often talk like, because there's so many people that are burnt by the wrong coaches and you, there's so many things that you need. You need to find one that's actually going to know how to take you to where you want to go. Um, same as yeah, if you wanted to, to learn to go and do western riding you wouldn't be getting you wouldn't be getting a horse racing trainer <laughs> do you know what I mean? it's like you've got it yeah you've got to be able to sort of know who who to who you need to pick and why you pick them so if you're in a, a situation in your business where you know you want to be doing more maybe you're struggling at the moment um maybe you're not struggling but you just daily grind it's not really fulfilling you you've got that sort of sense of how do you work out what kind of coach you need then how do you work out what kind of coach you need? Well, I've, I guess you go and look for some and start listening to what they put out there. You know, start. most good coaches will have various different ways that you can start to connect and, and to get a taste of what they're at. So you can find their groups, you can find their blog posts, you can find their videos, their podcasts. And, and you'll soon start to see whether actually they start to make sense to you. Because... Um, like it a lot of like it's the same with instructors a lot of instructors have different ways of saying things and they all say the same thing technically but you might not get that person's language or they're not resonating with you so it, i think it's about yeah finding that and then and then go and yeah ask and and look at yeah look at what people say look at what um works for you and there, there are so many that can help in different ways but i think you should i think your gut tells you which one really you know i think you know there's a few that i've sort of started to work with and then i've gone 
I knew I knew from the first point that actually you weren't going to be the right person, especially when they sort of turn around and they tell you that there's no you shouldn't be doing what you do, and then, <laughs> because there's no money in what you do and you should be doing something else totally, and you're like no, that's not where my heart is, and um, yeah, and so I, I think it's about yeah finding finding the right people that can help, and yeah, so we've all got sort of different gifts and things. Um, yeah. So and you, was, think, sorry. Carry on. That, does that answer the question? Yeah. I, yeah. I, think, uh, I think it just depends on yeah where you're at because some of it, a lot of it, a lot of business actually. The easiest, the easy stuff is the business. The easy stuff is the business bit, and the hard stuff is getting over what's in your head, and it's having people that help you to change your thoughts and how you think about things that makes the biggest difference. I think. Okay, so changing the topic just for a few minutes before we finish, what would you say are some top tools that people need to be thinking about to help improve their business or increase their business or do something differently? So let's say, let's take, for instance, a riding instructor that goes out to teach people or something like that. How can they stop doing the time for money thing and working themselves into the ground in all weathers? Yeah, so it depends on the, the instructors for what they do. Um, but I would certainly be looking at how they can, yeah, maybe like you do like the horsey courses, um, bring something online a little bit so that they can get a little bit more of an income. Maybe even think about having clubs, like, like where, where they've got specific members and they pay a, a certain amount a month and they get priority bookings might help. Um, and other ways that they can, yeah, just, just trying to, see like it depends on how they're actually running whether they're, they're freelance or in their area or whatever but I would probably yeah, be looking at just just ways that they can show up a bit more without and, and and get themselves positioned better because again if we can get the right people we can charge the right amount of money and then we don't feel like we're having to go around everywhere and stand in a freezing cold field for 20 quid an hour and wonder why we're even like and, and get home totally shattered tired wet cold um but actually if, if you can find where you're gifted as an instructor and you can really niche that you can probably get what you're worth <laughs> if that makes sense Does yeah make totally sense? yeah no it totally makes sense i mean i knew i chucked that one at you but it was just an example that you know i certainly come across it an awful lot and and the whole one-to-one -one is fabulous it's wonderful working one-to-one -one with people but the problem with one-to-one -one is there's only one way of making a decent living and that's to charge more or to do more hours and there comes a certain point where you can't well you can charge more but you're not gonna be able to do it just by putting your prices up you've got to position yourself as the real expert in order to do that haven't you so there's all this stuff you've got to be able to do to work one-to-many like you said so that's the online things isn't it and that's the clubs and that's the clinics and I don't mean the clinics of like you know 16 people in one day clinics I mean like you doing something once that lots of people experience isn't it and it's looking so you help people to look at that and, and leverage their real knowledge to make more out of it and actually where the bits in their business that light them up Sherry like some people they're instructed but actually they might they might prefer to teach kids so let's 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 go with that. Do you know what I mean? Or let let's stop trying to teach everybody. <laughs> or they might be really really brilliant at what they do, but actually they need to be teaching people to events, and and they can really be yeah, focusing and find those people because they again when you're more valuable to somebody, they'll pay for it, and they'll pay they'll pay that what you just what you're what you deserve. Um, and there's lots of ways that you can serve them, and a lot like a lot of the time people are like, oh, I've got to do one to one. So management that's well, no you can teach that stuff online and you can get people doing that and even then when somebody says but if somebody else has already done that <laughs> you know actually one that's great because that means that people buy it and two you we need repetition like well, i know we spoke about this in our like network and that's over, but you need that repetition and sometimes you need to hear it from a couple of different people for it to sink in um and yeah and like well, i know when i was sort of studying for my stages I, I was desperate to find people to learn off online because I couldn't get to where I live. There isn't, I have to travel miles to get to a BHS instructor. Like I'd have to travel absolutely like miles and miles. And I, if I could study at home, I was going to, but could I find anybody to teach me what I needed to know? And I think we sort of joked about that, yeah, I failed on my strapping and I couldn't find anybody that could teach me how to strap. There was nothing online. There was nothing, you know, and, and, 
there were if there'd have been somebody out there going, I'm going to specialise in stage two or stage three, or I'd have been there. I'd have been there online. So on that note, actually, it's interesting, the strapping one. So if you go on YouTube now, you can find all sorts of videos and things for free, can't you? And yet we're saying to people, create courses, put them online. People will pay you for them. They'll pay for your knowledge and expertise. And one of the things that we come across is people say, well, how do I do that when there's already people putting stuff online? So for free, what's your, what's your thoughts on that then? My thoughts on that is that um, that goes, that, that's totally where my name comes in. Um, <laughs> they're, they're beating around the bush, darling. Don't make it easy for them, you know what I mean? People don't want to. It takes time to go away. And they, they, they could be then spending like hours and hours looking on YouTube, finding these videos, and they're crap. They've just wasted their time. But it's actually, if you are a specialist, you're going to save them that time. You're going to make sure they actually know what they need to know. And that that is worth paying for. Like a lot of people can find what I teach in business. You could, you could go and do that. But the other problem, like you can go on, yeah, you Google and YouTube, and there's a lot of stuff, free stuff that I've put out that again that I teach on a strategy system. But the problem is a lot of it isn't relevant for where you're at. And that's why it's really important to get this stuff in the right order and to find somebody that teaches it in the right order. Um, because yeah, these people could be going and they searching something, but actually what they find might be a, like stage five stuff. Which, yeah, it's going to be way advanced, but actually they're probably not going to understand half of it because they haven't got the, they haven't got stage one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so it's helping people to make it easier. They're not going to be around the bush. They'll be able to take that step in the right order and they're going to pay, they will pay for that because that saves them a lot of worry and a lot of time. Um, yeah, because people pay for shortcuts and clarity, don't they, really? You know, they, they might want to learn something, but they want to learn it in a way that's, feels that's easy that they feel they're progressing like people don't want to feel that they're they're not good enough and they're not learning they don't want to watch the complex thing and not feel good do they so they want to watch you break it into little steps and they want to feel like oh yeah I've got that tick oh I feel good I've got that tick oh yes I feel good just like training a horse isn't it and to know that if there's a question that comes up they can ask you whereas yeah if you go on YouTube I mean I, I do a lot of stuff on spreadsheets right so totally irrelevant but like I'll go and look at how to work out some sort of formula on a spreadsheet and I might watch six or seven videos on YouTube because I've got nobody to ask half of which won't come up and it will tell me a big error and I'll it will take me hours to learn what I learn hours and hours whereas actually somebody then came to me and said Jenny how do I create that formula do you know what I know I can tell you in 10 minutes right so you can go you've got the choice you can go and find the hard way you can go and watch those 10 videos that taught me what I or you can come and ask, you know, and it's the same with, yeah, with, with that. So I think that's why that's, that's a good way of yeah, bringing stuff online. And we, especially with horse stuff, there are so many ways to do things. And there are so, yeah, so many different methods that work. And I, I don't think we can, I don't think there's ever a point where we have too much knowledge. <laughs> so yeah it's about learning off different people can give you different things and so the more you even if you learn the same subject of 10 different people you're going to end up with a much better it's the same like you don't have one maths teacher for life at school how many maths teachers are there you know and how many ways yet but you still need them don't you You still need that um so i think yeah i think that's why i think your horsey courses is a great idea uh, for people that want to do that Cool. Okay. I had a really great question for you then. And then you mentioned something and I totally forgot what it was. Oh, that's so annoying. It'll come back to me. Um, is there anything you wanted to cover while I just try and think what that question was? Because I didn't write it down, which I normally do. There's not too much, but yeah, of course, if anybody needs any support with what I do or you want to reach out to me, do make sure you follow me. It's just Jenny Bush, the Equine Business Assistant. You can find me at Equine Business Assistant or Jenny Bush will come up. Um, it's just jennybush.com. Um, and so I've got a podcast on all things equestrian business and there's loads of resources on my page about yeah, how to set up your facebook stuff better how we can help you to build businesses but if you'd like to go a little bit deeper and um, do get in touch because there's a few ways that i work with people either with strategy sessions or i've got my name it mastermind which is um yeah a group of equestrian business owners so it's really awesome just to, that like even today that they they come together and they're able to help and support each other and it, it makes it a, a really lovely team and you get access to like my courses there's lots of extra elements like stock images and things and um so that helps people to stay accountable in, in their businesses so that's well worth 
um, yeah, if, it, if that's of interest to anybody, please do let me know um, and I can share a bit more on that. And actually, just to finish on that key point of accountability, it's so easy, especially when you're a one man band and, and you and I, I know we outsource an awful lot of things to other people to do because you can't do everything. It's quite useful to know what you're outsourcing. So it's quite useful to have learned it, how to go with it yourself and then gone, you know what, they can do that so much better as well, because at least then you know what you're talking about when you get them to do it, don't you? But having that team around you, having that group of people, having people that are going through the same stuff, having people that have gone through it and have some answers, having someone at the at the front of it going, come on guys, you can do this, I'm going to help you. That is, that's the most valuable thing. And I've spent, unlike you, I, I actually don't want to think about how much I've spent on becoming part of mastermind groups, coaching, you know, becoming a part of a community that have people in it that really inspire me because that is that's invaluable isn't it it really is when you're a business person yeah definitely and you need to be surrounding yourself by the right sort of people and yeah people who get it people who get because unfortunately the people who love us <laughs> the people who love us don't get it all the time and they they want to keep you safe and sometimes their their answers to fix your problems or when you're frustrated in business are actually not helpful <laughs> i'm sure many people can can understand that so actually knowing that you've got that little support network that you can just go oh my gosh, I'm having a bad day, or how do I do this? And yet yeah, to move forward in your business, to go, right, I'm working on this, um, any better ideas, because it saves time. Um, and when we save time, yeah, we can actually enjoy our life better. And uh, yeah, I, I want to yeah, I want to give people the life when they actually go. They can say, oh, do you know, I'm going to work part-time this week and I'm going to earn just as much money as when I work full-time and I'm going to go ride my horse the rest of the time because that's, that's why we... That's why we build business. <laughs> you know, we build business so we can have a life. And I don't want to feel like everybody's business is a wild horse and it's taking over their life. Um, and they just don't know what's going to happen next. You know, it's like, how do we turn this into a schoolmaster that actually ticks along, gets you some money while you sleep and um, allows you to, to be the best you, you can be. Fab. So I think we'll finish on that point. Beautifully put there, Jen. So thank you so, so much. I'm sure you've inspired a lot of people and given lots of people food for thought. They know how they can get hold of you now. So if they're watching this on the replay or listening on the podcast, they know how to get hold of you. Um, and, you know, if they've got any questions and they can drop them to you or they can pop them in um, on the replay or email us and we will forward them on to you as well. So thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been lovely to find out about your story. I had no idea about the similarities along there, other than just the name and the, the awesome way we spell it, you know, with an I. That's the right way of spelling Jennifer if there's no F-E-R on the end of it, obviously. Yeah. I changed no, it. Nobody's going to call me Jennifer because it just I've got the worst name in the whole wide world. <laughs> like Jenny Furbush is not a good name. Oh, no. <laughs> That's brilliant. I never thought of that. I love it. Yeah. Well, no, maybe... Yeah. Maybe we were going to end up on that note ending then. Well, there we go. <laughs> always want to lower the tone, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jen. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. It's been really, really lovely. So thank you. I appreciate it. Cool. Bye. Bye. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. If you want to listen to more of them, then please do follow us in Apple, in Google and on Podbean. Hack Your Mindset with Jenny is the name of this podcast. So please do subscribe, follow us, and we look forward to you listening in to our next one. Bye, everyone. Who got this? You got this? You know you're going to rock this.